Welcome to the Thrive Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us for this time today. We hope that this message will encourage you, build your faith, and help you thrive with God and thrive in life. Now to the message. Hey, we're walking through this series called uh, The Lord's Prayer. And uh, maybe when I said the Lord's Prayer, um, you know, hey, I've been doing this. Like I came from a very traditional background, prayed this every week. Maybe you're like, I've read it before. And so you go on airplane mode. You know what I mean? Like uh, when you go on an airplane and the stewardess say something, I don't know, I've been on the airplane so many times, I just zone out when they pull out the pamphlets. It's like, is the, if there's an emergency, I don't know what to do, where to go, because I heard it many years ago. And since then, I haven't paid attention. Um, but it's because we hear it so much. And I'll just encourage you as we go through the Lord's Prayer, don't go on airplane mode, um, but actually that God has something for you, um, that it's a model of prayer, but also we see how uh, Jesus actually is saying how we uh, can actually relate to God, how God relates to us, um, who God says he is, and how we can come to him as children of God, that we can come to him. And so uh, Matthew 6, verse 9, here it is, is Matthew 6, verse 9. Pray then in this way, our Father in heaven. And that sets how we approach God, that he is not like uh, someone so far away. No, God is Father, that God is uh, like Abba, would, which would have been used in the Hebrew. So it's, there's a closeness, there's a, a, a way of approaching him of that. You know what? God's not just like, uh, sorry to bug you, um, but he is our Father. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your name be kept Holy, we do this through our how everything that we do do unto the Lord. Um, it's something I said in the team huddle this morning for those serving um, is that God He's not asking for perfection, uh, but that God is actually asking for us to be holy as He is holy, and how we can be holy as holy is set apart. So everything that we do, do it unto the Lord, set apart for the Lord. Uh, hallowed be Your name. Your kingdom come. Jesus is the King of the Kingdom. Uh, where the king rule, his word will ultimately be done. Your will be done. We said last week, you can't carry both. You can't carry God's will and your will. You got to lay one of those things down. You can try and trick yourself, but you're going you're gonna to fumble. We're actually, we can cast our cares onto Jesus because he cares for us and we can take his will. Your uh, will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And so, of course, if you're keeping track, we are on this week. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Is there one word that you can say to certain people and it's like they know exactly what you mean? Like you say that one word and you're like, oh, the memory goes there. You know exactly what they're talking about. Just one word, one phrase, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that summer then. Or one word, one phrase, and you're like, yeah, anchovies. And they're like, ha ah! You have no idea what those people are talking about. But they, there was something about anchovies, I don't know, some time ago. But there's like maybe an inside joke. But one word that brings you back. You say that one word, everybody who was there knows what they were talking about. You say it, oh yeah, I know what you mean. But if, you're, if you weren't there at the time, you don't know what anchovies was. Like you're, everybody's laughing, everybody's, oh yeah, and then, and then, oh, and then you and then you're like, I 
well, not really. Um, no thanks on the pizza. Are we ordering pizza? Um, no thanks. But when Jesus was speaking to the crowd, uh, in, in, as he was saying, this is how you pray, when he was speaking to the crowd, um, and, and he said, give us this day our daily bread. There's a phrase in there that everyone who was listening would have, would have heard that and thought of the same thing. That everybody would have heard it and then, oh, He's talking about this. And, and because we weren't necessarily there where, you know, a, a few thousand years later, we, we, uh, we, you know, maybe you didn't grow up Jewish. I didn't. And so you don't, maybe, it's not like, oh, that's what he means. But, but actually, when Jesus was speaking here, there's something that he said that every single person in that whole crowd, as soon as he said it, their minds went there. It was like an insider story, an insider joke. But I think today we're going to actually lean in and see what that insider uh, story or what he was even referring to, what they would have thought of and how that actually relates back to us as followers of Jesus. When Jesus is saying, give us this day our daily bread. And that word was daily bread, daily bread. When Jesus said this, I think everyone in the whole crowd would have then thought back, oh, I know what he's talking about. Their, I bet you their brains went right back to when Israel was just leaving Egypt. They were enslaved. And, and they, God delivered them from Egypt. They crossed the Red Sea. They were in the desert or the wilderness, and they were hungry. They were very hungry. No one packed snacks. No one brought granola bars. They just had some gold. And so they were hungry and they did what they often did through the desert or the wilderness. They complained. They complained. And in Exodus, yeah, we're going Exodus. I thought we we're doing Lord's Prayer. Exodus 16, verse 4, it says this. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day that I may test them whether or not they will walk in my instruction. So God provided for them food in the desert to, for, not for, not for tomorrow, only for today and not for today's portion. And then the next day he had another portion for them that there was daily bread uh, it was, it's, 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 it's sort of crazy how it works in verse uh, uh, 14. We see in Exodus 16, 14, in the Bible, when the layer of dew evaporated, behold, on the surface of the wilderness, there was a fine flake-like thing. Croissant? Uh, fine as the frost of the ground. When the sons of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is this? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, it is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. Daily bread. It is the a bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather of it every man as much as he should eat. You shall take an omer. A homer? An omer? Uh, an omer is a measurement. It's not a dude. It's a measurement. Uh, a piece according to the number of persons each of you has in his tent. The sons of Israel did so. Some gathered much. Some gathered little. When they measured it with an omer, he who had gathered much had no excess. And he who gathered little had no lack. Every man gathered as much as he should eat. 
Uh, Moses said to them, let no man leave any of it until morning. See, this was God provided supernaturally daily bread. He provided for them what they needed, what they lacked. God provided what they needed and what they lacked in daily bread. Manna from heaven. Manna actually means, what is this? What is this? Manna, daily bread from heaven. And they could only take for that day, not tomorrow, not two days from now, except for one day is on Friday they could take a double portion because that the next day, uh, right after this, this scripture, the Lord establishes the Sabbath, the day where you rest, cease from work, and you worship and rest. And that day, the Friday, you take a double portion of manna into that next day. But God supernaturally provided what they needed, daily bread, what they lacked he provided daily bread, manna from heaven, enough for that day so that they were full and satisfied, as Scripture said. Daily bread. So when Jesus was saying, pray then in this way, give us this day our daily bread, their minds would have went back to their ancestors, which the stories were spoken of. They would have always went to of that, that, they, that in the desert they had daily bread enough to fulfill their needs. But I believe Jesus is, is speaking more than just bread or just things that you can eat. I like a good croissant, but I think he's speaking a bit more. And, and why I think he's talking about more than just physical bread, just your physical needs, I think he's, in, he's talking about our, what we need physically, but I think there's also something more, is because when Jesus was in the desert, before he started his ministry for 40 days, interesting, the Israelites took 40 years, Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days, um, and also Satan then came to him and said, hey, if you are who you say you are, the Son of God, turn this stone into bread. Turn the stone into bread. Um, and Jesus said, uh, the tempter came to him and said to him, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. And Jesus answered, he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth proceeds out of the mouth of God. So uh, man is not to live only by bread. You do live by bread. You ate something today, unless you're fasting. Don't tell me. Apparently, you're not supposed to tell anybody if you're doing it. But is, is daily bread, but also there's something more, that we are to live by the word of God. Give us this day our daily bread. Includes physical, but so much more. Another time, the crowds were following Jesus after he fed the 5,000. They're like, he, he gave the best pancake breakfast we've ever had. Let's follow him some more. And so the crowd followed him and they went after him. And Jesus said, hey, listen, you're following me because I fed you like food that you can eat on here, but you shouldn't just work towards just food you can eat here, but eternal food. And in John 6, 30, he says this. So they said to him, what uh, then do you... Uh, what then do you do for a sign so that we may see and believe you, uh, believe you? That you work, uh, that work, uh, what work do you perform? There we go. Our fathers ate what we just talked about, manna, the daily bread from the wilderness, in the wilderness. 
as it is written, he gave them bread out of heaven to eat. So the crowd is referring back to what we just read in Exodus. So they would have been thinking uh, when they were following Jesus, they would have been also thinking about, I believe, when they were on the, the hill and Jesus saying, this is how to pray, thinking back to manna. And, and, uh, and that would have been at the front of mind. But in, in the next uh, verse, Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it is not Moses who had given you bread out of heaven, but my father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Life to the world. And then Jesus makes this statement in verse 34. He says, then they said to him, Lord, always give us this bread. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. That Jesus actually makes this claim three times. When you see three times, that's like the number of divinity. That's the number of perfection in the Bible. Um, and that in verse 47, he says this, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and they died. They ate something from God, but they died. This is the bread which comes down out of heaven so that... The uh, one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread uh, also, which I give for the life of the world is my flesh. Now, after he said this, they freak out, but we're not going to get into that for another day. And, but he said this, Jesus said this, the manna that your forefathers were walking through, that they ate, that was foreshadowing of me, that I am the bread of life, that through me, you partake of me, you get eternal life, your eternity is secure, uh, but also in partaking of Jesus, like John 10.10 10 says, is that I've come to give you life and life to the full. In this part where he says, I am the bread of life, when, he, when in John 10.10, 10, I've come to give you life, that is Zoe, the God kind of life. That life now that comes from the bread of life, Jesus. See, Jesus is our daily bread. Jesus is our daily bread. Our God-given provision, supernatural provision, is through Jesus, our daily bread for all that we need. Manna was a foreshadowing of God's provision of one who would come down from heaven, Jesus, God in flesh, now daily providing everything you need, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever you need, it is now in and through him. All things were made in, through, by him, right? That's what Colossians says. And now everything that we need is through him. So when Matthew 6, 11, it says, give us this day our daily bread, it is for our spiritual, it is for our physical, it is but given through, received through Jesus. Like in Philippians 4, 19, it says this. Philippians 4, 19, it says this. And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory 
in Christ Jesus. See, he's providing everything you need. What do you need today? What daily thing do you need today? He provides it through Jesus. There's no other way he's providing it to you except through Jesus. Your provision as a, as a Christ follower is through Jesus. You think, oh, this provision is, is from a new job. No, actually, God lined that up through Jesus. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Like, I just found just like walking in nature. It just, con- well, uh, actually, that peace is coming through Jesus, right? It's coming through Jesus. Matthew 6, it says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you. See, it's, it's, it's as, we, as we go after Jesus, that is our daily bread. Everything that we need on a day-to-day basis is in and through Jesus. Jesus, the spiritual bread, that Jesus, he said that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Well, John 1, 1, uh, John 1 talks about that Jesus is the word and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. See, that we are partaking as you do life with Jesus, as you fellowship with Jesus, as you go with Jesus, that you are partaking of the word, the bread of life, and everything that you need is through him. So as we pray, give us this day our daily bread. It's God-given provision, but it's God-given provision of what we lack through Jesus. It's not like, okay, our Father, hey, there we go. I'm talking about you. Holy be your name. You're holy, holy, holy. Good for you. Um, Your kingdom come. Yep, you do your will um, on earth as in heaven. Okay, now we're at the part where I want to tell you, give me these things. It's actually not that part. It's now I'm saying, give us this day our daily bread. My daily bread is Jesus. And through what I need is accessed in and through Jesus. I need peace. Give me my daily bread. Jesus, you are my daily bread. I need provision. Jesus, it is through you. It is not suddenly, okay, now I'm at the part where I did the formalities. I asked how you were. Now let me tell you what I really want. It's actually, Jesus, you are my daily bread. Today, my needs will be met through the daily bread, the bread of life, Jesus. That is who he is. And he provides spiritually Physically, mentally, emotionally, any other Lee you can think of, he provides. Because God cares about you. He loves you. Like later in Matthew 6, it says, like, look at the lilies of the valley. Look at the grass. Look at all these things. I, like, I clothe them. Those sparrows, those birds, they don't care about a thing. They, they, they have everything. And I care about you so much more. So seek first after me. So what do you need daily, like physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally? It is found in and through Jesus. And we are able to come to him and he provides all we need. Something I find interesting is, um, is that in Exodus, right after manna was down from heaven, if you just read the next little verses, it says, Okay, now it's time to keep the Sabbath, the day of rest, rest and worship. There's a rest right after manna is sent down. Okay, now there's a time for rest and worship. And that now actually, as new uh, creations, new covenant believers, that as we partake in the daily, uh, in the bread of life, Jesus, that there is a rest for you and I, that there is a rest for you and I to enter into. In Hebrews 
uh, 4, verse 9, it says this. So there remains a Sabbath rest. There remains a rest for the people of God. That's you and I. For the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his works as God did from his. See, there's a rest for you and I, as we now partake in our daily bread, the bread of life, daily partaking in him, there's a rest that we can enter in through Jesus. There's an eternity secure, but also throughout life, when just life happens, there is a rest that we can rest in Jesus. That throughout life, when things come up, issues come up, when, when like there's financial pressures or like unexpected things come up, uh, just daily life daily pressures, issues with the kids. We're like, I don't even know. Uh, when, when like you're looking at like a medical report or you're like, oh my goodness, how much does a strawberry cost now? Like when inflation is crazy, but, and all these things, these pressures, these stresses, all this thing coming at you that the, from, from, from outside, from life, from just, just life, you can actually have a rest. You can have a rest. Uh, you can be at rest because Jesus your daily bread will provide all you need. Jesus, for today, he will provide all you need. That the Lord will provide all you need. What do you need today? He will provide. Give us this day our daily bread. He will provide. What you need, he will provide. Whether it's peace, provision, wisdom, direction, protection, healing, he will provide. He will give you what you need. He will give you what you need. I find it interesting. I find it interesting is that Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. He could have said anything, right? He could have said anything. But he said, give us our bread. Give us this day our daily bread. He didn't say, give me my daily bread. He said, give us our daily bread. Jesus could have said anything, but he said, give us, give us our daily bread. Because he could have said anything, but he said us. And I find it interesting that me and my is not us. I'm included in me and my and is included in us. What am I talking about? Paint word pictures here for you guys. But uh, who is us? I'm included, but it's not just about me. Uh, it's me, my, my family, my church community, the, the body of Christ, that, that the provision of daily bread is, is not actually fully received just by me. Give me this day my daily bread. No, Jesus actually said, give us this day our daily bread. So that there's actually something about it that the blessing of the Lord is for you, but it is not just about you. That God has promised, like for the Israelites, he had a promised land, but it wasn't just for Caleb and Joshua to go in and say, see you guys later, have fun in the desert. But that they actually had to go in together. Give us this day our daily bread because I believe there are parts that God has for you that can only be received, provision and meeting your need that can only be received as we are together as us, as we are assembled, provision physically, spiritually, that there is bread for us. 
You know, uh, bear one another's burdens in the Bible. That is, that's actually God, part of God's provision. It's not just something to read about and like talk about at a study one time. Yeah, just bear one another's burdens. That's actually part of God's plan. But in order to bear one another's burdens, you need another, right? Uh, and to love one another, well, I, I actually need another person. Uh, uh, to do good, especially to the household of faith, well, I actually need to be with others, with an us. See, there are things that God has for you, but they can only be received when we are give us this day our daily bread. Now, maybe, I think there are many, there are many people, I, I've actually heard it many times, it's like just me and Jesus. Like, I love Jesus, but I don't like, I don't like the church. I don't like Christians. And fair, like there's church hurt for sure. There's people who've done things in the name of Jesus that was not Jesus at all. But I also think of it sort of like food poisoning. Is it that, you know, I've, I don't know if you've ever had food poisoning. Maybe you have, hopefully you haven't, but at a restaurant. And it's like, I, it's awful. It's repulsive. It's like, you, I never want food again. But the reality is, is that chef or whoever it was that I sent that email to, I'm joking, is, is that the, the ingredients were misused. They were mishandled. There was something that happened that, that the, the food was good, but something was handled and misused so that when it was served out to me, it was actually harmful for me because of how they misused it. The, but the reality is the next day I still do need food. The next day I still do, just because I've been, had a bad experience by someone concocting the, wrong, the good ingredients the wrong way or mishandling it, doesn't change the fact that I need food. Just because someone has hurt you, which is real, which is true, no downplaying of that. I'm sorry if it's happened to you. I pray that through this community, I think we, have, uh, we strive to have a very healthy community, that the Lord will bring health and wholeness to you. But I believe that, that, that just because you've experienced hurt by other people who say that they follow Jesus, it doesn't change the fact that God's design and what you need is community. Is community. That you still need food. It's sort of like Christmas dinner. Like if someone makes Christmas dinner and like there's the turkey and you're like, well, I'm not a turkey guy. Well, they made ham and you're, well, I'm not a ham guy. Well, they made a roast too and you're, ah. They also made steaks. They got everything there. And they're like, come for dinner. And then you're like, well, I don't eat meat. They also have, they also have vegetables, okay? They have everything. They said, I made it all. I have all provision for you. Great, great, great. Cool, cool, cool. This is awesome. I have it for you. But then you look at the table and you're like, I see this guest list. I'm not coming. I'm not coming because they're sitting at the table. I think that's similar of that God has actually provided a way through his church for us to have daily bread. But then we're like, well, this, this happened to me, which is no downplay of what happened. But then it says, well, I can't sit down. But then in not sitting down, you can't receive what God has actually prepared for you. So, so, uh, so in, in, in order to, there is a, a way that God has designed, and that is for us to receive the daily bread, for us to receive what God has for you. There's things that you can receive on your own, but there's things that you will only walk in and through as we are together in community as us, as the body of Christ. Um, and also, I think there's a benefit of us is, is that like, 
if you just know me as Josiah, like the pastor, you'll only see one side of me. Like, I think he always shouts. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he always has caffeine. I learned that today at Soundcheck. I was like, yeah, you always shout. Oh, okay. Cool. I'll just try to tone it down. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I'm going to keep shouting. They said it was good shouting, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, but is that uh, if you only knew that, you know one side of me. But then you get my, my son and my daughter around me, you see a different side of me. You see me not as Josiah pastor. You see me as Josiah the father. And that, that it be, by someone else being around me, uh, uh, you now see a different side of me. You see a different dimension of me. Same, same dude, same guy. We're in the same tie, but there's something different when now my kids are around me. It's the same thing with God. This is a message that I remembered from Bible college as Pastor Chris preached this one time about how different people draw out different things of God so that when you're in community, you will see different aspects of God that you wouldn't see when you're on your own, but that when you have other people around you, that now, oh, I see you. I, God, I see you in a different light because now these people around, I, that's part of us. Give us this day. There's something that I can only receive from God when Jay is around. There's something I can only receive when, when Romer is around from God because they, they bring something out from God that I can't receive when I'm on my own. Give us this day our daily bread. And, and, and we see him different when his kids are around him too. When he says, give us this day our daily bread. I love it too, because it's, I'm not just praying about me here. God, I'm not just giving you my list. I'm also praying for my other brothers, my other sisters. God, today, give us, give them their daily bread. And as they receive, I know that I'm receiving, right? Give us this day our daily bread. Can I encourage you with this? That God will provide all your needs, all that you lack, what you need for today, what you need for tomorrow, what you need five years from now. But everything you need spiritually, everything you need for your soul, everything you need for your body, everything that you need for that art that you feel is so pressing right now, that really is. It's found in and through the bread of life, Jesus. Give us this day our, our daily bread. Because Jesus, you are the bread of life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that you love us. And that through Jesus, that you provide all of our needs, all of our needs, and so, Father, today I pray for everybody going through just life. Father, whether they need breakthrough in relationships. Father, whether it's, it's in peace. Whether it's in direction. Father, if it's financially. Father, if it's what way do I go? How do I proceed with this? Father, I pray. Give us this day our daily bread in and through Jesus because we know all we need is in you. All we need is in Jesus. 
Father, I thank you for your peace. Father, I thank you for your provision. Father, I thank you for your direction right now. Father, I thank you where there's even storms going on inside, where there's even torment from the past. Father, I pray for your peace right now. Father, I thank you that you say, don't remember the former things. Behold, you do something new. And Father, I pray right now for even those who are battling destructive habits. Father, that you are the bread that they need. So Father, I thank you that you empower, that you equip. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for the Thrive Church podcast. We hope this message encouraged you built your faith, and helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We would love to see you on a Sunday soon, in person or online. You can get all the information at thrivecalgary.ca. If you would like to support a partner with Thrive Church financially, you can do so by going to thrivecalgary.ca and click the Give button. Know God is for you. We love you and have a great week.